When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, August 6th, and we are here trying to bring you interesting content and great conversations with you, our audience. Today, we are giving you another snippet of an interview that we conducted with Hal Hirschfield. He is the author of a book called Your Future Self. Now, this interview, the whole thing, lives behind our paywall, which is called Jill on Money Live. And when you are a subscriber for 35 bucks a year, that's it. You have access to quarterly live webinars and special bonus content like this longer interview that we conducted with Hal. So yesterday we did one little snippet. Today we're going to do another snippet. But if you want the whole thing, you've got to subscribe to Jill on Money Live. That's right there on our website at jillonmoney.com. Yes, we've got all that free content, but I love this new service. It's giving us a real opportunity to get a little bit deeper into some some interviews and some topics that are of great interest to many of you. Not every single one. I get it. If you just want to keep listening for free, keep doing it. I'm cool with that. All right. So here is the next little snippet of our interview with Hal Hirschfield. Did you go in writing this book with a certain thesis that you had to then alter once you really were digging into the research? Was there Was, was there some aspect of this that was like, oh, crap. That's not the way it works. Yeah, um, it is such a good question because, I mean, generally speaking, right, you know, as a social scientist, you're trained to, you know, go in with a hypothesis, but then adjust if the data suggests something otherwise and, you know, and test and retest, et cetera, et cetera. And I would say the, the, the version of that that happened with the book was that I went in thinking so much of what I'm trying to do is, you know, get people to do more good things for their future self and reorient their attention that way. And then I realized in really digging into the research and doing all these interviews that that's not the right way to think about it. It is kind of this balance or actually one financial advisor, Paul Fenner, he said it to me a different way, harmony between the present and the future. And that it's not that appealing in a way to be like, you know, just sacrifice now Mm -hmm. for this, this, this brighter future. Right. Yeah. There, there's something that's it just it's like, ugh. 
who wants to go to that party, right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that really, so much of what I think the book, or what I hope the book sort of ended up doing, is focused more on trying to create some sort of harmony between who I am now and who I will be giving the present self some wins, but also giving the future self some wins. And if there's any way to make those future self wins also wins in the present, man, that's a win-win, right? Or win-win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I like that idea. I like that word harmony. I really, I'm yeah. going to steal that totally. D- now, what go kind ahead. Of sh- what kind of shrinks are your parents? <laughs> so they're clinical psychologists. They see everybody. You, before you go further on this, my wife is also a clinical psychologist, so I'm oh like, oh my god, surrounded. I'm yeah, you... so sometimes I'm like the I'm like the fourth wheel at dinner. <laughs> Do you poke holes in their crap talk? Do you be like, well, that's. Uh- no, I'm just kidding. Um, so what? Oh God, no. What? Um, what do you? What, so do you think? Sometimes I think when people are asking me because so my background is that I was a an investment advisor, right? I was a money manager, but I always like laughed. I always wanted to be called the financial therapist. That mm-hmm. now there's a whole industry of that. But you know, I think there is aspects of um, when I think when when I wrote my book, what I kept coming back to was like oh my God, some of these people really need therapy to like really actually make these proactive changes in their lives. And that's why I was interested to find out whether you came more from a psychological back uh, academic training versus economic. Because I think that when you have, look, when when you talk to advisors, a, a skilled advisor will say to you, you know, not just that I want harmony, but that I am a life coach, essentially. That's what that person becomes, and that money becomes the means to reach someone's goals. But you're really setting and uh, setting expectations and, and testing what people are yeah. saying to you over and over and over again. And it just shows you that, you know, listen, human beings are mercurial. It's very difficult to come up with, like, this is not a mathematical equation. It really isn't. So when I was reading your book, I thought, like, if I were an advisor, I would totally grab onto this and really um, tuck it away and use it and, and, and be willing to say to somebody, you know what, you're right. You, you are allowed to have a little bit more fun today. And I have to loosen up a little bit because I do think sometimes as the advisor, you know, I, I find this a lot with CPAs who have a training that is very rigorous, that they want to have black and white responses. By and large, there are always many gray areas here, right? I think a great analogy here is the medical profession, Mm. right? If you think about, call it end-of-life care, or really any medical aspect or medical uh, care, the goal is keep you alive, keep you healthy. And that can get over-applied in a way, right? Especially Mm. at the end of life. In the same way that if I start from a black and white perspective, my goal is to get you more money. And I know that's not really what happens, but I think that is sort of analogous. Then that attitude can get overapplied, and then it becomes harder to sort of loosen up and say, "Yeah, you should enjoy the the present." Some I, I couldn't agree with you more. That so much of sort of the modern advisor is the whole client, the whole person. Money is a means. If you want to hear the entire Hal Hirschfield interview, go to JillOnMoney.com and subscribe to Jill on Money Live. It's all there. Oh, and by the way, you can sign up for the free weekly newsletter while you're there. It's so easy to do. 
If you wouldn't mind, could you leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast and put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.